Hi guys, this is Alanis from Redeem LA, and today I have Danny, Deb, and Sam, and we're gonna talk about religion versus relationship part two. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the encounter. Uh, like always, thank you guys for uh, listening to us and um, giving uh, 30 minutes of your life to us. I don't know how many times a day, but yeah, thank you very much. Um, guys, today we want to keep on going with our um, with our uh, topic of re- uh, relig- relationship. Re- oh my God, religion versus relationship. I'm sorry, that was a tongue twister, but it is. Uh, and we, we were talking about last time that, um, you know, it takes a little bit more um, than just, uh, you know, accepting jesus christ and coming to church like you were saying earlier today that just by coming to church is not enough right there needs to be a relationship between uh its creation and god and um i think i think the best thing that i can i can say and some of the some of these things like you can't there's not there's no bible verses for them but what you can do is as um is ask people that are older and have like a longer um relationship with god and they'll, they'll help you out and i think the first thing that i, that I wanted to say is that the first thing that i've understood between a religion uh religion and a relationship is that you tend to have like a constant communication with god um and and i think the communication what i mean is not that he comes down in the heavens and you know and the ground shakes and he goes danny you know but it's more of like uh everything you do and everything that happens in your life he teaches you something out of it so for example depending on what you do for example sam you do construction right that's that's you own a business doing that like god teaches you certain things in moments that you're about to do things for example foundation that's something so important right if there's not a good foundation on a house you know maybe you can't even do what you gotta do or for example when you're you know building something or breaking something you kind of you kind of see a, a a certain side of it that god might say hey you know this is the way you know like he, he talks to you through little things like stuff like that right and i, I see myself i'm mean, missing myself doing that and everything i do like and and i think the first thing that we have to understand is that when we have a relationship god talks to us through our everyday deals um and the way we the way this happens and the way we can make a relationship this way is that you include god in your everyday deals yeah. so you see what i'm saying so god will talk to you as much as you talk to him right the, uh, if you're quiet most of the time he most likely is going to be quiet most of the time because he, he he loves you but he also wants you to open his ears and also we have to understand that his teachings are always there but we're willing to op- have a uh, open ears right um i've also a lot of people have asked me, Danny, you know, I'm always asking for things for God, but he never gives it to me. And I'm like, well, sometimes we got to stop looking up all the time and start looking where we're going, you know, yeah. because it's it's uh, we have to understand that a relationship is not always like, oh, God is going to do the the what's it called? The impossible. Sometimes God is going to put it right in front of you. But if you're looking up, you might fumble the ball. Right. I was just going to say that that reminds me of the story of David and the Ammonites. I, I hope that's how you see it in English. Um and when he gave him the victory, right, over the people who had stolen their wives, their kids, and all of their belongings, but he said, go, go get it. And they had to, like, cross. They had, they literally, some people were left behind. They weren't even well fed, but they had to go get it. The promise was theirs, but you you have to go and get it. And, and we can see that David was a man that had a relationship with God. And look at the both, look at the difference of, of both people. Saul saw God as a as a religion. And David had a relationship with God. And as we can see, who was a better king? David. <laughs> David, right? Right away we can see that David was a, was a much better king. And because in his time of... We always talk about this, right? And we always run back to this. In this time of waiting, 
in his time of 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 downtime, his R and R, the time that he was supposed to be waiting for God's call, he wasn't sitting on his hand, but he was building a bridge between him and God. And even if you notice, even when David messes up, God treats him like a child, like a son. Look how look how God treated Saul when he messed up. He wasn't so nice, was he? He was like, "Oh, oh, you're gonna do this, dummy? Bet I'm gonna take your I'm gonna take your kingdom out away from you." And look at David. I think he does worse things than Saul, right? If you actually put it in, in, in perspective, like Saul didn't wait for a prophet and David slept with the man's wife. And if you put it in perspective, I think what, what David did was wrong. Wasn't yeah. even a lot worse. But the type of relationship they had was the one that God was like, he is my love. He's my loved one. I love him. How can I? I I'm going to correct him like a child. And just as just as, as just as we, we treat them today, right? How are you gonna treat your sister, Sam? With love, right? Sometimes she gets on your nerves and you wanna kill her. <laughs> but no no matter what, you're gonna forgive her, right? No matter what she does, no matter if she, you know, decides to stab you in the back, she, you still love her no matter what. And that's what that's the way I see it, that we can see it in that in those two in those two uh in those two kings. Saul thought as God as a religion. He always wanted, oh, where's the prophet? Oh, where are we going? And that he saw God only when he needed him. And David sought God all the time, not just sometimes, but he always did it. He wanted to turn left. Is this okay with God? He wanted to turn right. Is this okay with God? Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this, God. So, guys, the, the difference between King David and King Saul was um, King Saul was just, oh, me, 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 me. Mm. Yeah. David was like, oh, it's not about me. It's about God. Or the people. Yeah. That's the whole point of a relationship. You know, when you're in a relationship with someone, it's not about you, it's about the other person. It's like I was talking to Alani's earlier. I'm like, you know, how do how do you, how can you build a relationship with God? Is what does God want? You know, oh, what, God wants me to stop listening to bad music. I'll do it. If that pleases Him, I'll do it. Right. Our whole life is based on relationship. Right. You know? And you um, know, what somebody told me one time, which I thought it was crazy. Um, he was telling me, he was telling me, look, dude, marriage is tough. Um, and I was like, yeah, I bet, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he was like, look, the only reason you should get married if it's you want if you want to make the other person happy a hundred percent of the time. And I said, Dang. wow, that's tough. And he was like, don't get married to only you know have her get married, but make sure that you make her happy whichever she wants. And I understand that. And I'm like, wow, that makes so much difference, right? It's not do so I can be pleased, but it's also do so she can be or her or he can be pleased. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say that um, I like what you guys were saying because David was not trying to get God to love him. He already understood that God loved him. He was trying to prove himself to God. So everything he did was to say, oh, like. I understand I'm not enough, but let me do this so I might fa find favor in your eyes, you know? And it, it was out of love. And sometimes what we try to do is sanctify ourselves so that God will be pleased with us, but not walk with him and sanctify ourselves through that walk because he is pleased with us. Right. And we also have to understand that before, before you say anything that. And this sanctification is, is what makes a relationship, right? And sometimes people go, oh, I can't do this because church won't let me. And that's what has to change. That has you have to stop be, being Saul and actually become David. Because, like you said, I like what you said, right? Like, oh, I'll stop listening to music because God pleases. It's no longer what I told you anymore as your leader. But it's now more of like I understand that it's not Danny telling me, but it's something that God, my husband, 
my future, my my whole ever, my everything likes this. Therefore, it's not not even like a hey, I have to do it, but it's like I want to do it. Right? Yeah. You have something to say? Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to say I really love that Deborah said how David was trying to prove himself because it didn't. She, she didn't say, "Oh, David was already perfect." David already proved himself before he tried to have a relationship with God. Sometimes we think, "Oh, because I don't have faith, because I don't have this, I can't have a relationship with God." Mm. And it's not like. You don't have to be perfect to seek him. It is in your imperfection that you'll know him. It is when you are weak that he will make you strong. You have to depend on him. But it's also not just in the church. It's when you're weak. It's when you're going through problems, like you said, in your everyday life. Right. You know, my life is different than yours, but how I seek him is going to be different, too. That's why it's like an, a unique, intimate relationship with God. Right. And, I, you know, I love that you said that right now, like the whole coming to church, because that's what many people think, like, oh, I have a relationship with Christ because I never miss a church service. I'm yeah. always on time. I'm always serving. Um, and maybe their heart's not in the right place. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they have read the Bible 72 times front to back and they can <laughs> recite any verse or maybe they pray every day. But let's not forget what Matthew 7, 21 says, right, where it says uh, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we did. Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you evildoers. So we can do all of these things. We can be the prophets, main prophets of the church. We can literally be the demon casters literally made a movie on us and we were super awesome <laughs> and we can do tons of good things but god won't know us because that's not what a relationship is right yeah that's and that's so crazy um because that's the verse that scares me the most if you guys didn't know that that's good that's that verse scares me the most because sometimes we feel because of our deeds we're close to god but that has nothing to do i like the last part that goes i never knew oh, that's so scary. meaning that can you imagine just just Sam because you're looking at me then into my soul? <laughs> um, just imagine this. Imagine going how old are you? 25, 26. Imagine going 25 years. God comes and you go, Hey, Father, Father, I've tried my best. I've let go of all this, and you say, I never knew you. Bro, <laughs> think about 25 years gone through the trash. Can you imagine your? I imagine people just not even breaking down and just saying, Oh my God, what, what have I done? And then, and, and then that's, that's what I want to tell you is that this religion, and that's exactly what happened to Saul. Wasn't he called to be the first king of Israel? And when he called upon him, he's like, who are you? You're not, I'm going to send you a demon to bother you now. Like, imagine, imagine, and the worst thing is, the not the worst thing, but the best part is that David, he's he's here, he's messing up, but yet he goes, oh, you're messing up? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to send somebody else to help you. Or you this, oh, I'm going to help you this way. I'm going to help you this way. I'm going to help you. I'm going to keep me. He made him the best king. And I can I can only say this and I can and I can I can understand this because that's what happens in our life, right? Like when you start having a relationship with God, you start doing things that are not normal. For example, um I always um have this question, uh everybody asks me this, they're like, What type of what type of music do you listen to if you're Christian? And I'm like, oh, I listen to uh, Jewish music, you know, <laughs> right? like, like it's so weird, right? Like, like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you say to people like that? They yeah. don't understand like what songs you listen to. And then I go, oh, listen to my music. And they're like, what is this? This sounds Jewish. And I'm like, ah, it kind of is. But you know, like, it's not the same. But, but like, like you start when people ask you like, why, why don't you do this? Like, like when people ask you like, why is it that you are not 
doing the same things that every 29, 25, 16, 15, 14, 13, 11, 12 year old is is doing. And then and then I think the only answer to that is that you have to find Christ. You have to have a relationship with them. Because like you said, right? Um I've always I've always had problems with, with little kids that tell me, oh um uh, oh my God, this is the number one thing that I hate. Oh, I can't talk to that girl because the girl I like doesn't let me talk to her. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, I, and then they're 15 years old. And I'm looking at them like, bro, you have enough of that when you get married. But you're not married yet. Talk to whoever you like. And to him. Free man. Yeah, you're a free man. You're a free woman. Nobody should tell you the same thing. And listen, and we're so willing to stop talking to people like that. And when God goes, hey, maybe you should stop saying bad words. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna say double the amount. And I do what I want. Yeah, I do what I want. And I always, I always say, isn't that the part of the relationship? Like God, yeah. like part of the relationship is taking things away from you and giving it to the other person. And honestly, guys, that is the hardest part of my life and the hardest part of relationship. Yes, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say, like, I was talking to Sam before. I was telling him that sometimes we think we can't hear god we can't because the bible is so old and you know it doesn't relate anymore and we were talking about just because it doesn't say tiktok and no gaming doesn't mean you can't do that you really you can read in the bible and you can see that sometimes god was mad sometimes god was sassy like there is this story <laughs> um about um abraham and he was defending goma and uh, God was like, you know, if I only find 50, then I won't destroy him. And then Abraham was like, you know, okay, 45. And God was like, okay, then 45, and I won't destroy him. And he kept going down, and towards the end, God was just like, you know what, you can keep them. I don't even want to destroy them anymore. And I really, like, I always think that's so funny when I read it. But you realize, God, there is things you can see in God. You can see characteristics of him. It's just, do you want to? You know, it's you. You have to seek it. If you can, you know, if you oh, knock Sorry, I can't speak right now. If you knock, the door will open. If you choose to seek, you will find it. It's up to us. We were saying it's free will. It's how, like you were saying, how far you, you go is, if you put in a lot of work, God will put in a lot in the relationship. Yeah, I agree. And just honestly, the person that you came up with is, is so amazing, Abraham. Abraham was one of the first people that God ever deal with. And look at the promise that he gave Abraham. He started Israel with Abraham and what is well, who was Abraham he was faithful he was a son he was the first guy to ever give uh, tithes and, and offerings and yet look look what it is my question is this how in the world excuse me how in the world did he know to give tithes It only sounds like he had a relationship with God because that's what God liked. <laughs> if you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you know your mom likes to eat, you know, frijoles with pan? Because you live with her and you have a relationship with her. So how did Abraham know that he God liked tithes to give everything that he possessed? He gave 10% to, to Melchizedek. How did he know that? He must have had a relationship with God. How did he know that, that God wanted to uh, take Isaac? He must have. He must have had a relationship so deep that he was willing to give his own son, which he was willing, take him up there and said, "If he, if it's your will, take him, and if it isn't, please leave him." 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> always, always right. Like you said, like it's, he's he like he's willing to to he's willing to like I don't say negotiate, but he's willing to like say okay, talk to me. Like yeah. well, like well, what does what does what does a relationship say? Hey, if if I do this, can you do this? He's like okay, I, I like that. Okay, I'll do this and you do that. Like he's willing to have a relationship of talking and and saying I'm willing to do this and give you this if you give me this. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you want to say something. So are you good? Uh, you wanted to say something or no? No, yeah. Um, you know, t- t- we're talking about relationship. You know, I was just thinking, like, the whole Bible is based on that. Yes. You know? Yeah. Relationship with God and then relationship with people. You know, if we see the Ten Commandments, four of them are based on, you know, God and the other six are based on people, you know? Um, and, you know, like, the difference between, like, re- religion and relationship is Jesus Christ. You know, he's the one that restored us having a relationship with God. You know, because just with me and my imagination, maybe God's like, oh, I'm fed up with these people. I'm <laughs> fed up. most with, likely he was. You know? yeah. <laughs> but Jesus Christ is like, no, you know, give them a second chance. You know, they're not that bad, you know. Yeah. Right. And it's crazy. You know, we, we see the cross and, you know, it's like, you know, vertical right up and down. God and man, Right. God forgave us, therefore, you know, horizontally, we forgive everyone else, you know. God gave us grace, that's with God and man, therefore, everyone else, we show gratitude, we're grateful, you know, hey, you know, Jesus Christ restored my relationship, therefore, I can, you know, restore my relationship with my brothers and sisters, with my friends, with my family, you know, God gave us relationship. I mean, redemption through Jesus Christ. Therefore, we're able to have relationship with people. Right. You know, God gave us uh, salvation through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it has to show transformation. You know, through our rela- constant relationship with God, it has to show that there's a certain there's a certain change. Right. Because if you're not changing, then what's the point? I agree. And you know, that's so true. Have you ever seen somebody in a relationship that's very happy? Do you ever see them being salty about somebody else being happy? No, No. never. Because when you're happy, you want others to be happy. But when you're sad and, I don't know, you hate love, then you want everybody else, anybody that's happy, you feel like, oh my God, I hate them. Like, why do they get to be happy, right? And that's exactly what Sam was saying, right? When God puts this love in us and we understand and we have this relationship with him in in which we feel fulfilled and satisfied and nothing is lacking, what do you want to do? You want to extend that love to everyone else. Like, I feel this, dude. Check this out. <laughs> I was pulling Danny. I forget that you guys can't see me. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like you want to share this love with everyone else because it's so amazing. How can you not share? Yes, Raquel had something to say. Um, so basically, there's something that, that Sam said that literally connects with what I was literally about to say, um, which is that that it's not like that we shouldn't think that it's by our own merits that we have a relationship with God, but that it's through grace that that God has shared with us so that we can get closer to him so that we can get to know him better. And then also like if we want to have a relationship with God, if we want to not only have a relationship with God, but stay in love with him, um, we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit because if we're not filled with the Holy Spirit, it's going to be difficult for us to withstand everything that may come our way, whether it be trials or problems, whatever it may be. It's going to be difficult because we're not in love since we don't have the Holy Spirit in us. 
Right, and I was gonna tell you guys with what you guys said. There's a Bible. There's a ver- verse in the there's a verse in the Bible that says it's Romans thirteen eight. It says, "Oh, no one anything." But listen to this. It says, "Except to love each other, for the one who loves uh, another has fulfilled the law." Meaning, it says, "Don't owe anything to your brother, except love." So no matter what, you owe your brothers and sisters love. And that's what it, that's the beautiful thing that you said. And then Danny, but we're talking about love in a relationship. And then first of John uh, 4, 8, it says, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. There's a relationship. Yeah. Boom, roasted. So, <laughs> so that's, exactly, that's exactly what it is. You want a relationship with God? Learn to love. If you know how to love, you know who God is. And then once you got that love, sounds good. Okay, Danny, how do I show it? How do I show this love? Well, how do you show it to other people? In Romans 13, 8, we owe, God, we owe love to other people. We owe love not just to the people that you love, because the Bible also says, what is, what is the, what's it called? What is the, re- what is the reward if you only love the people that love you? There's no reward in that. There's more reward if you love the people that hate you, that talk about about you, that make you bad faces, that bring you down, that don't look at you. The, one, the people that hate you, those love. Those people are the ones that we owe love to. I, I was just going to say, Danny, I love that what you were saying right now. Right? Like, if you don't know God, you know, love, right? But what about those people that struggle with love? Um, I know a lot of people who've had a really difficult, difficult, difficult life, and it's hard for them to show love. It's hard for them to express love. It's hard for them to even feel love. And the way to fight that is know God. Because when you know God, then you know know love, love. right? So backwards. If you don't have trouble with love, then good, love. And then you'll know God through that love. And if you have trouble with love, understand God. Read read the Bible, read his word, and then you'll understand love. And what what you said about... about, um, uh, what's up? Struggling with God, with love, and I, I would literally, guys, I was just preaching about this. If you guys didn't know this, <laughs> I was just preaching about this, and I was telling people, like people always tell me, "Oh, Danny, it's because I don't like giving up my heart because you know I've been hurt, or you know I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, so many friends here in church, but did they, I just might rather not have any friends." And look what Romans five ten it says: "For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God." By the death of His Son, much more now that we are reconciled. Shall we be saved by his life? So meaning this. So check this out. So he did not only reconcile. He did not only redeem some random people. He reconciled and he redeemed his own enemies. Dang. So how can we see this? What can we see with this and and the love of God? That he's not asking anything in return. That's how you know you have a relationship with God. Oh, it's because then it's hard for me to give my love. Then you have to grow deeper in the relationship with God. Because God didn't give half his love because he knew we were going to fail. He gave all of his love despite the fact that we were going to fail. And that's what we have to do. Honestly, the whole love thing is so difficult <laughs> because because it's a way of having a relationship with God, but also it's it's a way of um, it's a way of uh, getting to know each other as well, right? Because yeah. for example, I'm not a good friend. Like honestly, I, I consider myself not a very good friend because I, I am. Are you having a good I friend? Agree. You're an excellent uh, friend. My I, I, friend. But I consider myself. I'm gonna tell you why I consider myself a bad friend because I'm very happy about myself. Like. I always tell this people and people get mad, get mad. But for example, like if I didn't see, if I didn't, for example, if we didn't hang out for two weeks, like you're not dying and neither am I because I think our age, right? Like we're like our age. But the minute we come up together, we're like, hey, what's up, bro? Let's go do this, right? But like I'm a, very, I'm a guy that I'm okay by myself. Like I'm not, I don't need anybody except Jesus Christ. Because that's, that's the one that yes. I need. And, and so I consider myself a bad friend because literally I can go two weeks without 
to talking to you but just know that when i see you we're, we're so like our relationship hasn't changed but i consider myself a best friend uh, a bad friend because of that i think i like in that but i was gonna say that god is not like that god is in constant communication with us and we just have to be willing like i said earlier we have to be willing to listen to his communication and his relationship which is all through love raquel wants to say something to say she should have just been in the podcast yeah. <laughs> so this, this this also reminded me of um uh malachi because uh, Malachi 1, I literally, like, I literally feel so frustrated in that chapter. But it's because, because, you know how Danny was saying, like, we should be willing to listen. Well, these people, the Israelites in Malachi 1 and, like, in the whole book, they were not willing to listen. God literally told them, I have loved you. And then these people have the audacity to say, how have you loved us? Like, bro. And it's so frustrating, but that in there we can see that if we really want to maintain a relationship with God, we also have to be willing to accept our mistakes. We have to know and realize and recognize when we're wrong and be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I have been. Now please show me how to be better, God. It's all about communication with God through prayer in whatever time, you know, prayer can't, is, I mean, you know, not can't, sorry. Prayer doesn't have to necessarily be like in your room, you get on your knees and like you put your velo on if you're a girl and you pray. It can be just a simple prayer like in the car or something, like on your walk to school, you could be like, God, please help me be better for you because we are terrible human beings. But yeah. And yeah, and, and, and I like what you said, right? So we have to talk to God daily and we have to have a conversation with him. And the way we also can talk to God is by showing his love. And 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 that's the way I, I believe that there's a verse in the Bible. If I can find it right here, I'm going to tell you guys right now. It is um, Ephesians 5, 2. And it says, I, th I thought this was beautiful because it shows what what God sees when we show love. Ephesians, where is Ephesians 5, 2? It says, listen, it says, a walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. So that is a way to talk to God. By when, when we love each other, God smells that love because it's a sacrifice. And now my question is this. What happens when you're on a Saturday morning and you don't have to work, Sam, and you smell some eggs? And you smell some beans. Probably not for me. It's probably for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but or, or or what if it, what if you smell like a carne asada and you smell some rice going in in the afternoon? Whatever it is, like what, how about maybe he woke up late. Yeah, I know. Leave him. So imagine you. What does that get? What does that automatically you do? What you get up and you go to the kitchen and say who's cooking? So now, so imagine this is how God acts if we're loving. And God smells that fragrance. What does he do? Get up and finds his place, finds the people that are loving. Where are these people? Where are these people? Because I need to meet these people because they are following what I did, what mm -hmm. my son did, which is love. And and I, that's exactly what you said, right? That's that's our way of talking to God. And that's the part of the relationship that we're not willing to give up. That's the word. Oh no, oh no, no. Sam, Sam did this, 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 this to me. I shouldn't talk to him. And I always look and I'm like, why not? Just ignore it, man. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know if I don't know if I'm I'm going over the same same circle, but I want you guys to understand that the number one in relationship we have with God is by showing by, by showing His love, and that's the way you have. That's a difference. A Christian, a religious Christian, comes to church, stays quiet, goes back home. A real Christian, a Christian with a relationship, comes and has a community and has a relationship with the people in church. Yes. 
I was just going to tell you guys, First John 4.20, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. So it just yeah. backs you up perfectly. We cannot pretend we're in a relationship with God while hating our brother. And, you know, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, people almost like run out of church after Sunday. Have you guys ever noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just leaves. And he goes, why are you leaving? Oh, because I, I got to go eat. Or I got to go do this. And I'm always wondering. There's like, so much drama at church. We got to go. Yeah. You know, that's always your excuse. That's, we don't want to hang out. Uh, I thought you were telling me that there was so much drama. I was like, yeah, there is. But man, we got to love people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just. Nah, yeah. I was just like backing up what you were saying. Like they leave and they say it's just because the hermanos are just too dramatic at church. And, and they are. That's but true. it's because that's so the sacrifice. Yeah. If everything was easy, then there would be no sacrifice. If it wasn't hard for us to be friends, then there's no sacrifice to that. And then it's all one way, and everything is rainbows and butterflies, and then we should just all go straight into heaven because that's where the way we're going. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. it's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. You're not supposed to like everything I say. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to like everything that Satan says. It's it's just it's just the fact that the way of how he was brought up, how you were brought up, is we're different. Especially this generation that is I'm sorry, weak. That they say, Oh, you smell bad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we always talk about this, right? That that this generation now is just as soft. It's yeah. soft. Like if, if something doesn't go with what they believe in, they stop coming. And I'm like, stop believing that and keep coming you know what i mean yeah. and we have to understand that that's 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 the difference between a religion and a relationship a religion f is molded to what the people want and a relationship is molded to what, what the god, god wants, wants which is something that's a lot harder to fit you see what i'm saying i don't know if you have something to say before we finish up um i was gonna say that um you know like since we're talking about relationship you know it's kind of hard for you know like church people and everyone in general to love each other because you know it's like you love your family it's really easy you know i love my mom i love my dad i love my sister it's easy mm -hmm. but your earthly family is not as important as your heavenly family why because we're gonna be with each other forever eternity you know if i can't <laughs> if i can't stand you you know what makes you think i'm gonna stand you up there in heaven what makes you think i'm a you know, like, oh, you know, what if we're like next door neighbors? Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Allah needs to sit next to me. <laughs> <That church. laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, you know, John 3.16 is a perfect example of God's love. Yeah. It says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, you know, for whosoever uh, believes in him shall never perish. But if we read First John 3.16, it says... This is how we know what real love is. Jesus gave his life for us. So we should give our lives for each other as brothers and sisters. Amen. So Jesus gave us the example. He loves us. He loved us and he continues to love us. But what did he do? He gave everything. And that's yeah. what we're supposed to do. Can I can I just say something? Love is it's uh, so crazy. sorry. Go ahead. Please, <laughs> please finish, finish. I talked the whole podcast, so please finish, finish. It, love is 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 not a it's not a feeling, you know. A lot of people yeah. think, "Oh, I'm in love," and it, like it's not a feeling. You know what happens when you're not feeling it? Do you still have love? Love is a commitment. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. You know, despite what Jesus went through, he loved us, and he still went through it. You think Jesus was? You think Jesus loved being nailed to the cross? No. You, know, you think Jesus loved the the crown of thorns they put on his head 
Yo, this thing is so sick. This is awesome. No. <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't enjoy it. But he did it out of love. Amen. For everyone. He did it because he loved us. Amen. I get it. It's hard. We're humans. Yeah. But he, God himself, came down to earth as a human, flesh and blood, just like us. And he gave us the perfect example. Yeah, I wanted to say that also, I feel like sometimes we think, oh, I'm going through so much things that right now my relationship with God, I'm just going to put it aside. Like, no, like you were saying right now, God went through this pain for us. And when we're going through things, we need to lean on him. We need to. It's funny how sometimes we only go. No, all the time we go for him and oh, can you give me this? Can you give me that? But when, when he's like, oh, lean on me, you know, if you lack something, I'll give it to you. We're like, no, 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 no. TikTok can help me with that. You know, I'm feeling depressed, but you know, this YouTube video can help me with that. In the important stuff, in the things God wants us, where God's like, come to me, my child. Right there, we're like, no, no, this relationship right now is on pause. Like, <laughs> no, and and I agree with you. And I was gonna tell you that's so crazy because John three sixteen says the Father. Loved the, loved the world so much that gave everything he had, which was his son. Then in 1st of John 3, 16, it says, Jesus gave his life, which was everything he had in that moment for us. And now what he's asking to us is saying, now you give everything for your brother and sister and love them. So literally, it's a chain of giving. Yeah. And that's the relationship that God wants. And just like you said, um, the relationship doesn't just stop at give me, give me, give me, but take, take, take. You know what I mean? Here it is. Here it is as well. It's not only give me this, give me that, give me this, give me, you know, TikTok uh, famousness or whatever it's called, you know. But, you know, also the, God wants us to give certain things to him. You know what I mean? Without expecting anything in return. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, a, that's where a lot of people fail. Oh, I did this, God. Remember when I did this? Where Where, where is that? It's like, no. And and sometimes, and sometimes more than, more than not, God doesn't give anything back in return. Like he goes, bro, this is your job. This is the beginning why are we why am i giving you more than i should like like this is like you said right now like like this like for example is your dad is are you expecting your dad to do more than he's already done no that's what you, you're expecting him to do everything does he deserve a medal for feeding you the first 18 years of your life he you he should right but in in, in his heart he's like this is what i did and this is what i had to do no matter if you're a good son, bad son, running away from it, it doesn't matter. He had to do it. Isn't that's what God sees it as well? That's what I'm saying. We can't be soft. We gotta be soldiers. Or does everybody get a medal in the in the in the infantry? No. no. Only the people that go above and beyond. Yeah. But if you fight for your country and die, okay. Thank you very much for your death, and we appreciate it for for helping. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not like they forget you either. They 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 appreciate you, but God goes, dude, this is what we're supposed to be doing. If you're dying for your brother, don't ask me for another high five. No, <laughs> high five your face and keep going. Yeah. And I don't mean to be so tough and everything, but but I want you to understand the relationship with God is tough. Yeah. It ain't easy. It's a uphill most of the time, and when you do find some peace. It's because the next trouble is coming. The next, <laughs> the next brew, the next one is brewing. And, and the good thing about you know being in a relationship with God is He wants to work things out. Yeah, it's not like human relationships where like you 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 don't you don't see eye to eye. It's like oh that's it we're done. You know, it's like your parents. I, you know, you you did something wrong. Your your dad was like, "Oh, we're breaking up. You're not my son anymore. Right. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go find another kid to be my son." No, he still loves you regardless. And with what you said, uh, eye to eye, it's so crazy, right? Because 
guy god is so high and he's so magnificent and he's he has all his plans perfect for us right we can never see what he has in his eyesight eye to eye so no matter what we do we never can understand why he's asking us for certain things yeah. but yet obedience comes into place Amen. and comes into play in our relationship so love and obedience comes right and obedience doesn't come say you know i i always tell people hey man you should do this why and i'm okay then don't do it dude honestly at this point if you say why don't do it obedience is okay I want to try to understand it because I can't understand. I can't explain it to you in the moment. I'm 29 years old for a reason. I've gone through what you've gone through, and I wish somebody would have told me, hey, just do this. But obedience says saying yes and amen even when you don't understand. I, sorry. I wanted to give this story about Esther, about, like, if you if you read the story, you know that she was in the palace. She was, she was living a good life. She was do, in a good moment. And that's the same. If you feel like, oh, you know what, I'm a good in a good place with God, then go and help the people of God. Like we were saying, go and be like, God, use my blessing to bless others. Mm -hmm. Like she, she risked herself and humbled herself to help the people of God. You know, right. that's what we have to do too. I was, I was listening to a live and they were saying how sometimes we do have to risk ourselves because we are a church. We are united. We have to, if you're doing good, then help the one who's next, who's, who's weak. Oh, you're weak in this. I was, let's go. I can help you like that. Right. That's beautiful. Sammy, I was going to say before we, we finish up, um, you know, talking about the whole relationship thing. Um, when we're in a relationship with God, sometimes we're so stubborn. He kind of lets us do our own thing. Mm. Yeah. He's like, all right, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want this to work out. Sick. Try it your way, you know. And the story that came to mind was the prodigal son. Mm. Dad, like, dad wanted him to do something, but he's like, no, you know what? Let me do it my way. What mm. happened? He tried it and it failed. Failed. You know what's crazy about that? Just like God, if you want to try it your way, try all you want. I'm just not gonna be there. Yes. Rekha, has something to add before we finish? Um, so, uh, all of this, like, um, like loving your, your brother and your sister literally remind me of, of the class that we had today where no matter, like, how many wrongdoings um, your enemies or the people that you don't like have done to you, just, like, with Elijah, Elisha, not Elijah, <laughs> Elijah, <laughs> Elisha, um, we should listen to the voice of the Lord and do good and repay with good with the evil that they have done because you know elisha he he repaid his enemies with like basically kind of like a like a little feast you know with like bread and and water wine it was all this good stuff and then they were sent away so it's it's just as simple as doing good back and being doers of the word and not just listeners because if you're just a listener then that's religion that's what the pharisees were doing they were just listeners and they didn't put anything into practice yet jesus showed us what a relationship is like because we put into practice what we have heard what we have read and still love others jesus definitely still loved the pharisees even when they were like bashing at him because if he didn't he wouldn't have wanted to correct them so many times because the bible says god corrects those whom he loves Amen. All right, guys. Um, we have 39 minutes. That's the longest uh, episode I've ever done. But, guys, um, God bless you. I hope this was a blessing. And, guys, catch us on in Instagram at RedeemLA. And, um, yeah, God bless you. I hope this was a blessing. See you guys next week. See you.